Spirit. I mean, today we celebrate Mother's Day, honoring mothers for the particular gift that only they have. Men do not have that gift. Of course, if you read the epistle today or listened to it, you would say that that was a decidedly unfeminine epistle. A lot of beatings and blood and jail and uh, kind of a rough sort of epistle lesson. But to talk about Mother's Day means we have to talk about what is a mother. God created mothers differently. Now, this is treacherous water in this day and age to wander into the gender issue, but fools rush in where angels fear to tread. So here I go. Let's look at man's nature, first of all, so we can kind of get a contrast. By nature, men are providers, protectors, warriors, defenders. The last three examples have all involved some sort of violence, but for a good cause. Women, by nature, are not violent. We think of women, we think comfort. Nurture, gentleness, kindness. War does not come to mind when we think of women. And God created it that way. But our society has tinkered a little bit with this nature over the last few decades when it comes to women. And Time magazine recently recorded an article to say what has happened over the decades. And they found, indeed, Women are more powerful. They have more responsibility in the marketplace. They're in boardrooms. They're in politics. They're everywhere. And that's not a bad thing. But it concluded that they're not as happy as they used to be. With all this responsibility, they have also assumed a lot of stress sometimes by ambition, sometimes by necessity. Now, to avoid being called a chauvinist, I will not say that they shouldn't be involved in the workplace and politics and boardrooms. We can't turn the clock, clock back, nor should we. But one of the observations about this transformation of the modern woman is that she has done it by acting like a man that she has become just as rough and cutthroat in the marketplace and in the boardroom as men have been. She has not always brought her woman's nature to the table. Instead, she's acting more like a warrior and a crusader. This may have helped her succeed in the short run, but it has left out a critical part of her nature that helps make life so pleasant and so enjoyable and so comfortable. I like this observation because it is full of courage and dignity and identity and brings truth to a place where usually brute force prevails. We see what happens when men run things. There's wars and there's fights and there's arguments and there's bloodshed, usually, of some kind. 
But when women come, they talk. They work things out. They're reasonable people. They like to dialogue. So this is an opportunity for women to be heroic, to have valor, to be courageous, the way men are on a battlefield, but the way women, and only women, can be when it comes to truth. War is not an option. Let's work this out. Now, I'm not saying that women are fluffy cotton balls. They are known to come down hard on stupidity, laziness, immoral behavior, in general, unrighteousness. They set a high standard for godliness, and they stick to it. I don't mean to stereotype. Not every woman is the same. But there is something to be said for stereotypes in that they contain an element of truth. It is interesting that there is a lot of masculinity in the Godhead, as some feminists have pointed out. God the Father. Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son. And then the Holy Spirit. More neutral than masculine or feminine. We don't find any birth-giving in the Holy Trinity, we find begetting. There's not, not eros. There's only agape. But God's relationship with us is all about masculine and feminine. He calls us his bride. And he is the bridegroom. We are his church. He is the head. We are the body. We are his beloved. He has adopted us as sons and daughters. And he has bought us with a price. So humanity's greatest contribution to God is the Virgin Mary. We say women aren't allowed in the altar, but look, sitting on the altar... Is a, on the throne in the altar is a woman. That she is the mother of us all. That she gave birth to the savior of humankind. The church is seen as feminine. The ecclesia. The church. A feminine article. So today we have to have a bit of a revolution. We already had one revolution. Now we have to have another revolution. Women are in the workplace, politics, the boardrooms. But now they have to bring their decided character of femininity, of nurture, of tenderness, of rationality, along with them. Because by denying that gift, they deprive the rest of us of what they do very well. And that is nurture and create a comfortable place to live. So today we honor our mothers for the gift that God has given them and for making the life so pleasant. Being married has really made, made my life civilized in a way. If you saw the before and after picture, you'd say, wow. <laughs> 
look what a woman can do. And I like the saying, behind every successful man is a woman rolling her eyes. So to all our mothers, happy Mother's Day. God bless you and grant you many years. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.